0: Welcome to another mini-sode of Song Title Challenge, where the question is, climbers, how would you write this one? Climbers or listeners of this podcast send in their song titles to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge in the subject line, please. Again, song title challenge in the subject line so that it gets into the right folder. And then I spring the song titles on Brent and we sort of mimic the prep work that sometimes either you should be doing before you go into a write or maybe that happens at the beginning, first 15 minutes of a write where somebody's got a title, everybody in the room is on board with the title, but now we're just going to talk about maybe four or five different conceptual ways that we can map out, create a blueprint for four to five concepts on how to write the lyrics. Instead of just writing the way you think it would go, the low-hanging fruit, what's a way you could twist it up? It's a fun creative exercise. It's not a co Right in any way. You can use all of what we say. You can use none of what we say. You owe us nothing except we do request a invitation to the number one party,
1: right? That is right. Anything else you want to add to that, brother? Man, I just want to encourage you all to dig deeper on your climb. I don't know if that's conflictatory or not, but yeah, we just want you to dig deeper and just keep looking past the obvious idea, the first idea you come up with for a title, because a title is not an idea. A title is just words. Is what you make those words mean that really matters. So that's just what we want to do.
0: Yeah, that's right. And one more added benefit is this exercise, if you do this to your hookbook on some of those old two, three, four-year-old title ideas that you had that are sort of like wilted lettuce now, you haven't thought about them in years. And there was some energy in there, obviously, enough to get you to write that down in your hookbook. And now it feels like the energy has gone. But if you go back in and just apply this 15 minutes a time, you know, set aside 15 minutes on an old title that just sort of pops out at you and try to do this exercise, you're going to breathe some new life and some new blood back into that song and make something that maybe was going to die by the wayside and die in the vine a brilliant song.
1: Mm-hmm. And you've already done that, Brent, right? Well, I don't know about the brilliant part, but I've been breathing new life into some old titles. Yeah, but I've been doing my personal song title challenge, trying to do that on a regular basis. Yeah, going through, I've been writing them, been songs that my co-writers liked well enough to demo that we're pitching that are 10 years old and hadn't been written in 10 years. But what do you know? There's some good stuff in there. So, yeah. I love it. Okay. So this one here is
0: from, I'm going to mispronounce this name. His first name is Craig, and I'm sorry about your last name, Craig, but it's either Kuchler or Kuchler. Yeah, one of those two. Craig. One of those. Let's just call it Craig Kutchler. Let's just say that. I like that. All right. Thank Kuch- Craig? Well, there's no T though. Cushler. Cushler. Kuch- let's just say Kutchler. Okay.
1: Sorry, <laughs> right, buddy. I'm 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 ruining your name. I'm sorry. It's more like Songwriter Name
0: Challenge. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> songwriter Name Challenge. And his title is Are You Ready? You got a yes. pen and paper? It's got called The Request.
1: The Request. Okay. The Request. Got it down. I'm gonna take a sip of coffee here. Thanks for sending that in, Craig. All right. So I try to let the title write the song because obviously, especially in these cases, the title is all you have. You don't have anything else. So the request, uh, what do I think about request? Obviously, you're you're asking something. It could be on, on either end of the request. You're making the request. You're receiving the request. What do you do with it? think of requesting a song so the request is maybe i'm requ- i don't i don't guess they do those anymore but they used to have those request lines saturday nights or whatever this goes out from jimmy to donna you know oh yeah requesting a song. i guess it's like song dedications but you'd call a dj up and request a song that kind of thing so uh, that used to be a thing the request okay so it's so wide open you know what do you do with that i have um, an idea right off the bat oh good
0: It could be a really interesting, fun, off-the-box thing where you're a live band and you down on Broadway, they get paid for taking requests, right? Mm -hmm. And so it could be, let's just call it the gateway to like a party song Mm -hmm. where you got the request for a certain song or whatever that is. Boom, you played it and the place went crazy. You know what I mean? It was just all about how the energy changed and the party happened. You could describe all these different things and make it like a real cool party song. It could be a great like opener kind of song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's all about the request. You know, the one somebody like a request, play something I can dance to. You know, or yeah. something like, like whatever. <laughs> and, and then boom, it just lights everything up. That could be an interesting little vehicle to get to somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it all came down to the request, right? The request to party.
1: <laughs> okay. I got the flip side of that. So this is more a singer-songwriter, old-school country kind of thing or whatever. Definitely not a fun party thing. But the guy that's been out chasing the dream, not home, playing the bars. And it's like a real storytelling kind of song here. So he's up there, and he's taking the pieces of paper come in with request, right? Beyond like a $10 bill or $20 bill, and boom, got the song title written or something like that. These pieces of paper come in. Uh-huh. And what if the request is like, come home, see your family, hold your baby? Oh, what if that's a request? Like his wife shows up. Oh, sure that. that just gave me chills. Yeah. Like this is how <laughs> only way I can get, freaking get your attention.
0: Yeah, is to give you a request. That That's money right there, dude. I don't know if we could ever beat that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so money. That's so good. Like, yeah. So all of a sudden, this request comes up. It goes in and you open it up and you're like, okay, what song you want? Come home. Come home. See your baby. Oh, I still spend love you. Time with
1: us, you know. Yeah, we're your fans.
0: yeah. Oh, oh,
1: just make it hit in the field. Oh, my God, dude. That's so
0: that <laughs> just happened. Like, literally, I got goosebumps just thinking about that idea. That's, money.
1: I mean, it's so like, punch you in the face, right? Like, oh, my gosh, this is what do you get when you play a country song backwards? You get your wife back, your dog back, you know. I mean, it's going hard in the fields. Like, wow. But it could also be what's amazing. I mean, you look at songs like uh, Luke Bryan has this one out recently called Build Me a Daddy. Okay. And it's the same kind of sentimentality of this kid saving up his money and he goes to this toy maker or whatever, this carpenter. He's like, build me a daddy yeah, because his daddy's off in the war or died or something, you know. Right. Build me a daddy. You're like, oh, my gosh, you went there. But Luke Bryan cut it. Yeah. Uh, you have the thing, The Dollar, which Jamie Johnson put out his debut back before he had the huge beard and he was on a major label. So a long time ago, Jamie Johnson called The Dollar. And basically the singer was a dad. He's a working man. He gets paid for his time kind of thing. So his son like saves up a dollar. And he's like, how much time will this give me with you? Wow. But how much time can I buy with my daddy? Oh, wow. Basically paid for your time, you know. And uh, you could fit kind of in that kind of world of, you know, you talk about punching the singer in the nethers. Boy, that could be hitting really close to home. Maybe some people don't want to touch, you know, like, I don't think I want to put this out here, but it could be uh, really powerful. So, yeah, but this is part of the beauty of co-writing, too, because that idea spun off of what you were saying, Johnny, about a live show and request comes in. And I'm taking that I'm turning it and going, how can I flip that, too? That's part of the beauty of co-writing, what happens in the room. We go, oh, but what about this?
0: So, yeah. So, I'm going to take this idea, and if we turn left, we could do this. And I, then you're like, well, I can take that same idea, and if we turn right, it looks like this. And you're like, holy crap, that's it. I mean, yeah, dude, like that whole where the wife shows up at the show on tour, puts mm-hmm. a request in there, and he reads it, and – realizes that it's his wife, right? Like he doesn't yeah. see her, put it in there. He just pulls something out of the hat or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just your moment to bring it all home, to talk about the perspective. There's so many ways you could go there. Yeah. That would not lose the weight right. of that moment. That's freaking brilliant, dude. I want to write
1: this song. Like, <laughs> Yeah. The chorus is what the request is. Come home. see Maybe yeah. hold your lady and you know, I miss yeah. you love, you know, your wife whatever that's that's my only request tonight you know and then you know he's like in second verse like he finishes up he somehow makes it through you know (laughs) right uh, and he goes he's "He's
0: missing her too right he's out there chasing the dream and working his ass off to provide for the family but it it comes at a price
1: right It does yeah and so then he comes home
2: hello pantheon podcast listeners christian swain here to tell you more about my experience with raycon earbuds
1: But all the way through that, you know, Sweet Home Alabama, all he can hear in his head is come <laughs> baby, you know? And, and it's so
0: good, man. Like,
1: <laughs> So that's so feely. Uh, so emo. I'll
0: tell you what. I don't know that the title would get you winning before you're spinning, but right. if they listen to that chorus on that song,
1: I mean, that's a cut. That's a, you do that right. That's a cut. But Like I said, it could hit an artist way too close to home where they don't want to go there because they may be feeling that guilt. And why do I want to put that on a record? I, you know, I don't know. But. And that's true. You know what? But it could be like, what a
0: clever way to do an homage. What a clever yeah. way to honor your significant person. other.
1: It's third person, you know, so it's not like I was singing this. You know, if you make it third person, then the singer has a little bit of distance.
0: Even if it's first person. I mean, what a great way to be like, when I heard this song, I had to cut it because, Every night I sing it, I'm reminded of what I got going on back at home. It could be cathartic for the artist too, right? Like, I'm going to put this in there on purpose. Mm -hmm. Like, instead of I don't want to touch that because it's giving me the guilt or whatever, no, I'm going to put it in because it is giving me the guilt. And I want to remember... That I need to be talking every night. I need to be connecting every night. I need to be doing this. And that song, he's never going to have a show where he doesn't think about that, right? Yeah.
1: So I would still think third person just because that way you can get away with a little more and a female could sing it, which may give even a little more space to it. But it's one of those where like, whoa, boy, I don't know who's going to say that. But it's also one of those scenes that's kind of real enough. I mean, it's a made-up story. Does it? Has anyone ever put that in the request jar? I don't know, but the situation is real enough. The tension of that situation, home life versus going out and trying to make it and stuff, is is real and relatable.
0: Yeah, and to everybody, not just the music industry. I mean, to everybody yeah, who's it like overworked at his desk,
1: right? But yeah, it's one of those where you just if you just own it and go hard there, then it's a choice. It's a bold choice, and then you hope it finds a home. But at least yeah. You're going to know you haven't heard that song 5,000 times. Oh, look, it's another pickup truck song. No, like, oh, this is, okay, this yeah, is feels I mean, now. It won't be for everybody, but it might be for somebody because it gives somebody a big reason to say yes versus just removing reasons to say no. So. That's so freaking good. Oh, what else we got? Like,
0: um, love it. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're jonesing on this one. Like, I don't know how we're going to get off of it, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, okay, so there's a million requests. What could you be requested? There's the last
1: request. This is my last request. Somebody dying. You know, so you do that situation of, you know, somebody's last request. What is it? And what could be surprising about it? Do you do the more sentimental expected route of, my last request is for you to go live a good life, find somebody else and blah, blah, blah. Or just to your kids, live good lives and be honest and remember me fondly, whatever. That's my last request. Yeah. It, you know, to me, that's not as interesting because that's more expected. Yeah.
0: I have an idea. This is total country lane, but your old neighbor has a request to, let's say they mm-hmm. need to replace a fence, right? The fence between the two houses is dilapidated and mm-hmm. it's an old guy. Like this dude's like, you know, maybe a World War mm-hmm. II vet and he's in his 80s, but he's still the kind of guy that he's going to build mm-hmm. his own damn fence. Mm-hmm. And he's asking you to help because it's in your property too. And you're busy and you didn't want to do it, but you did it because you were raised right. And then the stories that you heard, Mm -hmm. you know, like the way that you could get some life perspective from a day spent digging holes and building a fence with some old guy that you might not have spent that much time with if it wasn't for that request. Yeah. Right. And it it doesn't have to be an old guy. It could be like just a neighbor. Like I actually did that with my neighbor in LA. You know, I had a back neighbor and two side neighbors and I needed to replace the whole fence. And I was hoping that. They would want to help pay for that because it's their fence, too, on the other side. And I had two A-holes that didn't want to touch it. But my neighbor, who turned out to be a friend and a good neighbor, was like, yeah, I'll do it, but Mm -hmm. we got to build it. And I was like, well, as long as you're driving, because I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. He's like, I got you. You know, I'm like, I can swing a hammer. I can take direction, but I wouldn't know where to start with this. He's like, I got you. And so we spent the whole day and we
1: built it together. And I don't know if it goes from a hole in the ground.
0: (laughs) That's exactly true. (laughs) That's exactly it. And we built it. And you know uh-huh. what? I was really proud of that. Because I am not a you know, I'm gonna get someone yeah. else or not a do it yourself or so much. But that was an experience. And what a great time, what a great mm-hmm. idea for a story now. Like yeah. unification, know your neighbor, learn a little bit more about him, and then you're just gonna feel more compassion for
1: him and stuff. Well, the, the irony of building bridges while you're building fences. Right you know because you're getting to know your neighbor <laughs>
0: oh dude that just happened that's I don't
1: know how you've brilliant
0: well who knew you could build a bridge yeah. when you were trying to build a fence <laughs>
1: That's it. That's another good one right there. Wow. What a great, this is a good one. And as we're talking, I'm rewriting that other idea about the, the band guy. Maybe the main character is not the guy in the band. Maybe it's the wife. She came in and she felt a little out of place in this place with the smoke and the, you know, all that stuff. Cause she's not really a party girl, but you know, the request jar comes on by and she slips it in there with the 50 or whatever. And hoping he'll get to hers, right. you know, and she can see the look on his face that he does as he reads the words she wrote, come home. You're like, oh, this girl that doesn't really belong to this ball. What's she doing here? She drops it in and she sees the look on his face and he looks for it and oh. he finds her. And he's like, I got to take five guys. Yeah. Let the bass player sing one and whatever happens.
0: Oh, dude. And you can just set that up like with the landscape of her exactly being the like fish out of water. She doesn't belong here. This is honky tonk. Like, what exactly. is she doing That's here? Kind of a thing. And she's on a pedestal and she's this beautiful thing, like in a yeah. sea of animals that are drunk like, and having is a she good drunk time. A re- and the
1: in the request jar or hand it, passing it up with the like, what's, you know, the 50s, you're going to get to it. <laughs> like, that oh, one. yeah. That's going to be the first one you pull out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. My hand is magically drawn to the 50. And then, you know, what happens, you know?
0: Oh, dude, so, so, so good. (laughs) And the way you can describe the facial expression of what happens when he reads this. And that also gives the
1: singer a little more space, too, because you're really following her. It's it's just a different way of presenting it. Yeah. So, I guess we hard to up. That's a lot of good looks, man. Yeah, we should probably just quit while we're ahead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we should, (laughs) because... Like, those are money, dude. Those are money. Like, you can build a bridge while you build a fence at the same time. Like, unbelievable. So, uh, well, if Craig wants to work with you privately on this yeah. and try to write this song, she's which I would suggest definitely thinking about, mm-hmm. at yeah. least considering. Because <laughs> those concepts given yeah. giving me the feels,
1: man. Just the thought of it. And, and boy, the, the what it pressure could be of and, that is like, oh, gosh, we can't screw this up. Like, when you get those ideas, you're like, oh. Yeah, because yeah, it's oh, so good. you can't screw that up. Uh, A lot of pressure. Let's go get another cup of coffee. (laughs) There you go. So how do do, you do that uh, Private consulting, coach writing, private song feedback, private song title challenges, all that good stuff. Q&A, picking my brain, all that good stuff. You can get all the details, see my calendar, a book, a session at songwritingpro.com slash coaching. That is songwritingpro.com slash coaching.
0: All right, guys, there you go. That brings us to the end of another killer song title challenge. Send your song titles in to info at daredevilproduction.com. Please put song title challenge in the subject line so that it gets into the right folder and we spring them live. And who knows? We might just, uh, might just read yours on the air. You can send in as many as you want. And it's all just a fun, creative exercise, guys. This podcast exists for one reason because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top.